Hi, this is Nathan. Welcome to the Wadfam Chalk Pod. Hello and welcome to the Wadfam Chalk Pod. I'm Dylan Weaver. And I'm Andrew Sabo. And we're here this week to talk about episode 702 of Adventures in Odyssey called Childish Things. We don't need a guest. I am here to represent all children. Well, there's that. <laughs> um, it's uh, it's an episode that f- originally aired on December 17th of 2011. It's the final track on the Clanging Symbols and the Meaning of God's Love uh, album. And it was written and directed by Mr. Paul McCusker. Yeah, this episode, I I have many, many a feeling about the decisions made <laughs> we'll get into it very very much so um yeah it, uh, it do we have any it's, notable... it's an episode it's an episode it was originally minutes. titled a penny for your thoughts um which would be because it's penny and she's trying to figure out people's thoughts, thoughts. good title Instead, they were like, this is a concept album about 1 Corinthians 13. And so we're going to call it Childish Things. Yeah, like what? Even though we previously on this same album had a penny saved and a penny earned, which did not require that caveat. Nope. This one, it's like, no, no, we're just going to call it Childish Things. That'll make sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the old uh, last track. We can do something different with it and be like, ah, concept. I mean, I, I think a lot of the other tracks on this album are mm-hmm. are titled that way. I I mean, obviously, it's been a long time since I've heard the album. I do remember listening through, I think, pretty much all of these episodes before. Um, I don't know if they go quite as hard with the theme on all the other episodes, but they definitely do on this one. Yeah, I mean, the other two that we talked about didn't really. No, no, certainly not. But they were very plot and character oriented, and obviously, you know, we're covering them in the Green Ring conspiracy aftermath. So yeah. that's more so the, the yeah. central point. Yeah, and it's light Green Ring, but you mm-hmm. know, yeah. This this also is A sage green, if you will, <laughs> like the, the color of Dylan's walls. Actually, those are they're pretty dark green. Yeah, it's like a lily pad, or what, what shade of green would you say that is? I'm, I'm trying to paint a word picture for forest the forest green. Works for me. Okay. It's like Forest Mountain. Of course. Um, the this, the other thing about this episode is that the version currently available on the AIO Club and that was released on the CD album is a um, is an extended version. Oh, okay. The uh, broadcast version didn't include the Harlow Doyle scene mm-hmm. and a couple other lines here and there were kind of cut out trimmed because yeah it's one of those where it's like yeah we didn't in any way need yeah harlow doyle's joke about paintings <laughs> yeah but but we got it that we did and i'm not that upset about it i mean yeah. it was kind of i fun. mean that's fair on the on the concept of um of voice actors we don't have anyone who we don't talk about constantly on this episode or that we haven't talked about in the last couple episodes it's very Um, trim this this episode as far as who's involved yeah yeah and obviously we do get i mean we get will ryan playing harlow doyle Mm -hmm. um which you know it had been 
a little bit since we've gotten Harlow Doyle, but also he he's been on other st- like this isn't his first new Odyssey episode, mm-hmm. um, nor is it his last because the man makes a four episode um, appearance in the Ties That Bind, um, and that's his last. No, no, he's okay. been in stuff since then as well. I'm very curious as to what Harlow Doyle has to contribute to focus on the family's uh, values of family. Yeah, I don't know. We I'm okay never, with never finding out. <laughs> we'll never find out. Some things are best to remain a mystery. Amen. So, uh, yeah, uh, with that all being said and set up, I'm going to go ahead and roll the promo, if that's cool with you, Andrew. Be my guest. Next time on Adventures in Odyssey, Penny has a new idea. I want to know how to trust people, uh-huh. and body language is a good indicator. You understand, of course, the so-called body language isn't uh, always reliable. Ooh, hands on hips, defiance. The only question is, how long can her friends take it? Why are you creeping around? I'm afraid Penny will read my body language. Don't miss the next Adventure in Odyssey. That's the plot of the episode. Yep. There's not much more to say. Nope. <laughs> this this does kind of feel like a... I mean, I get it. It's a moral story, but it feels like a very nothing episode because of how limited the cast is and like how focused it is regarding the biblical themes. Yeah, well, it's, it's a thing we talk about a lot on this show where... It's an episode that only has an A plot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I think is one of the reasons that the fact that this is like, there's a longer cut on the mm-hmm. club. I'm just like, why? Mm-hmm. Because yeah, it is like, we are just following Penny. There are a couple scenes where she's not there, but everything is surrounding her. Yeah. And they're talking about her yeah. when she's not there. Yeah. And I feel like, yeah, so so often, like, I mean, even like, you don't, you don't even have for the most part, have, like, sitcoms and stuff that are doing 20-minute episodes. Rarely is it focused on just one story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, there's usually a couple things that get interwoven together, and Odyssey does that as well. Mm -hmm. And so it sticks out a little bit, and I think it does make this episode feel like it has less substance. Yeah. Because it is just one thing. Mm -hmm. It also, like, the point it's trying to drive home, I don't think is... Worthy interesting of... or well articulated yeah yeah i i fully agree with that take i mean yeah it's based around the you know putting away childish things and yeah i guess sure yeah but it's not only really. based around that because penny keeps saying it yeah but like it feels like a buzzword that was mm-hmm. shoehorned in after they had already written the script yeah and the script was Penny doesn't know who to trust, so she leans on body language, which, I mean, you could just cut and paste astrology with body language, and uh, we would have something that I have had a lot of experience with. Like, I don't trust you. You're a Sagittarius. Get out of here. <laughs> Actually, that's never been the case. Sagittariuses, I feel like, are pretty well Andrew, we, we cannot go down this path. I know. Um, I don't even know your star sign. The episode starts out with French music because I guess sure. Naturally. I mean Jacques Henri is somewhere in here. He he really is. Um 
and his accent is kind of French. <laughs> yeah. The I guess my so here's my biggest struggle with this episode. Mm-hmm. Which I think is clear that we're not huge fans of it. Mm-hmm. But the idea that Penny would be struggling with who to trust after Trask is a brilliant observation on the part of the show writers mm. is a really interesting thing to try and interrogate and then they just don't yeah they're like oh we just had like this really interesting observation about what penny was be doing would be doing what if we make like a goofy episode in which we kind of gamify this concept yeah yeah we just like turn it into a sketch comedy bit where she is going around bumbling up with the yokels in odyssey yeah and it's tough because like it's a valid concern she should be feeling these things but then they just like go cartoon with her response Mm -hmm. they go really cartoon with her response oh yeah and there are yeah there are fun moments along the way but it's just like i wish we had like actually interrogated this in a meaningful way rather than just like oh isn't Penny so goofy look at her being goofy and oblivious and still being goofy and oblivious and yeah 18 minutes in still being goofy and oblivious Man, isn't it so fun when she's a naive child that's what we want from our characters right yeah our adult characters uh, yeah i mean i think my favorite part about this episode for sure and we'll probably, you know, get into it more later. But I think that by Penny being a little bit more characterized, um, you know, you get some liberties for Eugene and Wooten and Connie to be more comedic than maybe they have been previously in the series. So, like, we get some really good Wooten lines this episode. Yeah. And Eugene's well and funny. Um, and Connie is a good voice of reason at least or at least yep. she tries to be uh but um, yeah it, this is it. a pretty good connie episode and we'll mm-hmm. get into that later but like that is one of the things that i don't think is a particular shortcoming mm-hmm. in this episode but but yeah so penny's looking for a crash course in trust mm-hmm. and she turns to a self-help book because boo self-help books they're so bad for you look at this great straw man we created here yeah um (laughs) he's made a straw and and connie is not at all helpful in this scene in a way that bothers me Mm -hmm. where she's just kind of like well you can just like you should just trust people because you should trust them and like yeah okay like i i wish i wish she did more to comfort penny and to rein her in Mm -hmm. but you can't have kenny kenny you can't have penny go full you know cartoon if if she's not kind of spurred on right unfortunately i'm i'm aware um and so yeah they we go to this scene at wit's end then after that Mm -hmm. and Eugene, like, comes in and is talking, like, Connie's talking, or Penny's talking to Connie about, like, body language and whatnot, and then Eugene shows up, and she decides to, like, show off with all of her analyzation, mm-hmm. and she freaks Eugene out mm-hmm. um, in a way that, like, is funny. Yeah. It's, it's a weird thing where it's, like, he turns, like, I think it's better set up throughout the episode, but the point at which he turns is when she says that, like, 
that oh you're like in the two foot zone which means like you're you know good friends with connie and then eugene starts to get weird and i'm like come on yeah do we really need like the oh i would never be friends with connie blue yeah like that that, yeah no the thing that i really care about is eugene only enters the scene because he's looking for a list of the tally of mean temperatures for the freezer (laughs) yeah which is i suppose useful and it does when i listened to it the first time it does solidify something that we brought up previously that eugene does kind of work at wit's end (laughs) or at least does something relatively important to the maintenance of the shop yeah and because he's eugene and a nerd the man can't say average he must say mean Mm -hmm. because he's in a math class Mm -hmm. and the numbers are very angry (laughs) sorry dylan (laughs) no that's fine i it was a joke we're good with jokes here um the book penny's reading is called don't get fooled again it's my favorite Fleetwood Mac song. But it's It's my favorite George Bush cl- quote. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, she, she what, we then we go to oh, it's then we're we're at the cafe. I don't I don't know. I'm just gonna breeze through scenes and stop stop me if I'm going too fast, but like mm-hmm. there's not a lot here. No, yeah, I mean a at the very end of that that scene, so Eugene is uncomfortable by Penny. Penny Connie recognizes this and is like, "I don't know. I don't think this is a good idea. Like, you you know, be careful." And Penny's walking out and kind of yelling as she's walking away, like, "Of course I'm being careful. That's why I've got the book." And uh, I mean, that did make me laugh a little bit, but also like, is is very frustrating because it it does feel very cartoony. Um, and then yeah, the next uh, the next scene is Penny and Wooten at lunch. Yep, and yeah, and we got a vegetarian pot roast. Yep, which is only adequate with a side of hamburger, <laughs> according to Wooten, which is uh, very funny. I appreciate it. It is funny. It. I agree. And I don't hate vegetarian chili. At least I don't know if I've ever had vegetarian pot roast, but vegetarian chili can be very good. Yeah, it's just weird to have a roast that doesn't have meat, I think, is the joke. Is it, though? Is it weird? It's 2021. Sure, know? sure, sure. But, like, the idea of a pot roast is fundamentally meat. So yes. Like it's, I think yeah. that's the joke they're trying to make. Whether or not it's a good joke, I'll let you guys decide. <laughs> but that is that is the point of that line. Mm. And so, yeah. And, and just immediately you're like, oh, like, going into this scene... You know exactly. Uh, you know exactly what's going to happen. Because it's like we've been dancing around the fact that like Wooten's got feelings, but he doesn't want to own them. And um, Penny just very quickly read Eugene. And it's like, oh, she's going to read Wooten. And it's going to be like, and he's not going to be comfortable with it. Yeah, and he's going to get flustered. And that's exactly what happens. It really is. Um, and she yeah. pulls the whole like... Well, so Wooten asks her, like, what would other people looking at us on this date, date, getting lunch, um, air quotes, <laughs> what would they think about it? And and Penny, being naive, of course, says, like, oh, I think that we're good friends or maybe even in love. And then that obviously makes Wooten really uncomfortable because he is in love with Penny. And uh, he ends up getting friend-zoned and, and then... Um, Penny starts reading his body language and it makes him even more uncomfortable. 
And then, you know, Wooten uh, expresses that choosing between salad and pasta is always an issue of great anxiety for him. And that's really the theme of the episode. And I, re- I, I don't get it. They're very different things. I always choose pasta pretty much over salad. <laughs> but uh, What about a pasta salad? Mm, that is a nice halfway. And it often involves salad dressing. But yeah, I like a good pasta salad. How do you feel about pasta salad, Dylan? Not, not really my thing. Masa menos, yeah, that's fair. Do you people watch, though? Like, when you go out and eat, like, do you look at other people's tables and be like, I wonder what's going on there? Occasionally, but not, like, as a habit or as a thing that I'm, like, actively thinking about. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think I've done it since COVID, <laughs> if that makes sense. I remember doing that a lot more in high school. Because we, uh, me and my friends used to hang out at a diner a lot. And, you know, you could always pretend, like, what was going on at the other tables. But... Yeah. It's a I fun just... bit. But... Yeah. But, yeah. So... Penny, of course, after all of this, comes to the conclusion that she can't trust Wooten because he's flustered. Right. Which is yeah. absolutely Yeah, he starts, ridiculous. like, hiding himself in the menu mm-hmm. and just, like, really freaking out and she's like how can i trust my trust someone who's hiding things and it's just like oh right you are a naive child mm-hmm. great mm-hmm. um but we do get wooten's uh, lip trumpets where he goes bah! <laughs> which is funny <laughs> fair enough cartoon now, sound um, make me go haha yeah and then we, what well, we have we have a scene with is the next the next scene is with wooten and connie mm-hmm. at at back at wit's end and no wait that's later it's penny and connie penny comes right. in is like i can't trust wooten i just had yep. lunch with this guy and he was so shifty and connie's like you're being ridiculous it's wooten of all people right also i know that he has a crush on you right um and then right and then penny's like well uh what time is it connie i gotta go to this meeting with uh jacques Henri. yeah very nice uh yeah and she's like oh Bo, that meeting that Wit just left 15 minutes for, right. or 15 minutes ago, and she's like, ah, and then she runs out. But we've previously established that it is right down the street from Wit's end. Yeah, Wit must walk really slowly, or maybe he was planning on, like, taking some prayer time before going in. That That's a good excuse. There you go, that I'm sounds okay on that. brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then out from the, behind the counter, presumably, pops out Eugene, yep. like a whack like, oh, she's gone, good. <laughs> I can finally get some work done without her analyzing my body language, which makes him apparently very uncomfortable. Yeah. It's, it's tough to be seen. It is, being perceived. Lots of people don't like it. <laughs> And then we go to the meeting with uh, Jacques-Henri. And... Right, we get a little bit before Penny gets there mm-hmm. of wit, uh, basically just establishing the fact that he has a contact lens that is causing him some issues. Which, I've had contact lenses, very easy, very understandable. I feel you, brother, it is not fun. Yep, and then Penny walks in and immediately doesn't trust him because his eye is twitching, and then she walks out yeah yeah she storms up like she gets super upset and she's like i can't trust you and jock is obviously taken aback by it and then she storms out and then jock calls his assistant to get a wire brush to remove his contacts <laughs> yeah as someone who doesn't need or who doesn't like eyes that really i really don't like eyes me. either and i have to poke around mine far more than i care to yeah 
Yeah, they uh we then we then go back to Wit's End where Wooten is like hiding from Penny. Mm-hmm. Um and he's talking through Connie and he's just like and it's just kind of setting up this whole like they really need to like have a conversation about what their relationship is, Wooten and Penny do. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, talking but about Wooten's like, through. look, like she's in a really vulnerable place in this place of transition right now, and I don't know if what I'm feeling is what she's feeling, and I don't want to put that on her right now. And um Yeah, that was real. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. I mean feelings are risky and not not being sure when to pull the trigger as far as like you definitely feel like you're on the same page, but in the off chance you aren't, then you're really, you know, up a creek without a paddle. Oh, yeah. And you, right. And you add to that, like, hey, we're kind of in, like, you know, slightly different places in our lives right now. And I'm yeah. not sure, like, that I want to spring this on her right at this moment because she's going through a lot. Mm-hmm. It just, yeah. It's a well, well constructed premise. Is and... Wooten older than Penny, you think? I think so. I get the feeling that Penny is the same age as Connie, essentially, and mm-hmm. Wooten's always seemed a little bit older than Connie. Yeah, like four years, five years, maybe. If that. Yeah. But, I don't know. Time's time's weird in Odyssey. I would Connie love... might catch up to Wooten eventually. <laughs> yeah, we can hope. I would love a flashback episode of, like, Wooten and Connie in high school together. That would be hilarious. Yeah, I mean, Wooten moved to Odyssey. At oh, some point yeah, that, from, like he grew up in in Alaska. Alaska. <laughs> that, well, I mean, they, where his they... friend had a bunker and also a freight train car. <laughs> yeah, and uh, his dad has a big, or his grandpa has a really fun chair. There's that. Oh, that there's, episode. There's, there's also the whole thing with uh, the with Grady not knowing what a moose is. Yeah, it's a large animal with antlers and hooves. <laughs> That's the joke from those episodes. It's, yeah. Moose are truly terrifying animals. They are, they need to be nerfed. Like, they need to be taken down a notch. They're enormous. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like the size of cows, and there are moose. No, yeah, and moose are like twice the size of cows. Yeah. And they're smart. (laughs) And they've got horns. Well, cows have horns. Bigger horns. Much bigger horns. Bulls have horns. Bulls have horns. Cows are you know okay dylan knows dylan lives on the farm (laughs) i mean you know i know um then uh so then yeah wooten um is still standing there penny penny walks in Mm -hmm. and she's talking more about the about jacques here Mm mm-hmm yeah, she's upset because she can't trust him because Connie's probably like, oh, you know, how did it go? And she's like, oh, I couldn't trust him. I right. had to say no. Connie's like, what? We just had a whole episode leading to how exciting it is for you to have a position here and you come yeah. in and say no, which is another reason yeah. to be upset at Penny. She was, like, she was like, man, his eyes were going crazy. It was like he was blinking Morse code. And I was like, McCusker. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you trying to reference Tasha here? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we bringing Tasha back? Is this, is this, is this intentional, sir? Yeah, I, I'd be okay you just with stumble it. into that. TA-418? Yeah. Um, and <laughs> Wooten's got some just, like, great under-his-breath one-liner, like, yeah. where he's like, I'm buying sunglasses. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, because it's previously established that he wants a spacesuit so that she can't read his body language. She walks in, he's like, oh my gosh, I'm not changed yet. And then the conversation happens and they start ah, talking about that's glasses. That's the I'm not changed yet joke. I could not figure out 
what he was why he said i'm not changed yet and yeah. it's a reference to the spacesuit joke yeah he's like oh no that makes perfect sense yeah uh, he's talking about needing contact lenses and then eugene's like i wear spectacles and right. the wooten's like i'm buying sunglasses <laughs> yeah and then and then she's like look penny like this isn't going well like eugene and wooten are afraid to see you because you yeah. think like you know for fear that you'll misread their expressions, you know, and, and Penny's like, they are. And Eugene's like, well, fear is extreme. Maybe like anxious or nervous or, yeah. or something. <laughs> and then, and then Connie's like, all right. And he's like, no, fear is the right word. Yeah, fear, yeah, fear. <laughs> I think fear sounds perfect. Yeah. Fear works for me. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, and this is a, this is a great Connie moment. I would say like, when Wooten is being, or I'm sorry, when Eugene is made uncomfortable and I think he's trying to run away in this scene, Connie's like, you know, Wooten, or gosh, Eugene, get back here. We're having this conversation. Right. Like her vocal tone shifts and it's like, okay, we need to have a talk here. Um, yeah. And I love, I love that it's Connie, Connie and, who makes all this happen. Like Wit's there in the scene, mm -hmm. but Connie is the one who like, directs all of this mm -hmm. in a way that is really great yeah yeah no uh and then connie makes the point that trust isn't like paint by numbers like you can't just pre prescribe it because it's yep. unique to everybody and penny hates paint by numbers so of course that analogy works very well and yeah um so then penny is going to go back to jacques Henri to hopefully salvage the uh art exhibition and she's worried that he'll be offended and cut dramatically to Jacques being very upset about not getting to grovel for her work. Yep. Good <laughs> which, bit. I which like is it. really funny. Yeah. Uh, you know, he goes through, it's like, oh, you know, it's customary in art traditions that the temperamental artist throws a tantrum, they run out, and uh, the gallery owner has to grovel for the, you know, the right to show her work. It's very funny. It made me laugh. Both times I listened to the episodes. So. Yeah. Actually, three times. Whoa. Yeah, this is a three-episode prepper. Not worth it. <laughs> no, absolutely not. I did it once, and that seems like too many. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I remember the, going to prep for it this morning, being like, I've already listened to it twice, and I know I fell asleep last night during the second listen-through, but I feel like I get the gist of what happened. Yeah. And then... um. Yeah, then we have our final scene. They're at the art gallery. Mm -hmm. um, Harlow Doyle is there, wants to buy a piece called Blue that has no blue in it, which is funny. Mm -hmm. um, totally real. I feel like I've seen that painting. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, and uh, yeah, Jack, Jack and Joanne are there. We don't actually hear them, but mm -hmm. Connie references them, which is really sweet. Yeah. Because I love Jack and Joanne. And Yeah. Up till this point, they had not appeared in New Odyssey. They will mm. make a slight appearance um, before both passing away. Oh. Actor-wise, they retire to Scotland, but yeah, that's right. The the yeah. actors um, passed away. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, Penny has a conversation with Wooten because Wooten is excited that they have cheese balls there, and mm -hmm. Penny's like, "Oh well, you know, I didn't think that you'd come if I if I didn't get those secured." Which is cute. And, uh, yeah, Penny then apologizes to try and get Woot. 
apologizes for being ridiculous and then is still kind of flirting around this idea of like what what do you feel about me like where where are the feelings there and Wooten is obviously very uncomfortable with it because of course he is and Penny says the adorable be my friend forever okay yeah be my friend forever which is really sweet and wonderful but also you can hear Wooten's heart drop when he hears yep. that and he, he feels for him uh-huh. and I my heart drops hearing that being like no <laughs> friend zone Wooten ah yes the friend zone a very real thing that we need to keep perpetuating yeah yeah we can talk about it later (laughs) I mean it's not all roses (laughs) Uh, and then being friends with somebody isn't a bad thing though certainly not no and then and then there's a yeah, there's a quick conversation between Wit and um and Penny where mm-hmm. you know, they they see uh, you know, a graphic that Penny made with the childish things verse on it. Mm-hmm. And uh Wit scoffs at the two hundred and fifty dollar price and I'm like, Wit, you're so rich. Yeah, you're so rich. You own an encyclopedia company and it's a Bible verse. I feel like of all the art in the world that this would be something you would be comfortable spending money on. And then he's it's like, Well Penny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I'll just like flip open my Bible and read it there. Ha ha ha. Um, end episode. Yeah. No, but the, but the, no, because they it doesn't quite end there because they have the fantastic thing of just wit being like yeah, kind of just being like, you know, I think, like, she's on a road to getting this figured out. And Wit says, with you as her roommate, I have no doubt. Yeah. Which is so sweet. Yeah. And that's where I'm like, oh, this is a good Connie episode. And it's a good Wit episode because he knows it's a good Connie episode. Yeah. He, he gets out of the way. He doesn't assert himself. Yeah. There's um a, there's also a really good line of from Wit about Penny kind of talking to Jacques about how naive she is and being like, well, I, you know, I, I, she's, she has a childlike heart, but I hope she never loses that. And Jacques's like, oh yeah. And then, you know, all true artists have a childlike wonder, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is really wonderful to, yeah. to bring up. And when you think about like everything the Bible talks about being like kids and like, what does that even mean? I think about that sense of wonder and mm. maybe dependency and i like yeah. the uh i like how that comes in here yeah and that's the whole freaking episode that's it and it's 25 minutes that's all that happens yeah and like yeah there's yeah, there's one discussion question asking mm-hmm. if penny was wrong to study body language mm-hmm. N- no misguided sure but not wrong no it's not morally wrong to right. study body language no and body language is important. Yeah. Supplemental. I mean, right. It's really, really helpful in how it, yeah, it can inform you. Like especially with counseling, body language is very, very important. Um, yeah, I don't think it's the sole thing you should go on, but it should no. definitely inform it. And for yeah. what it's worth, up until the Jacques Henri point, mm-hmm. Penny was like maybe she wasn't interpreting stuff. 100% correctly, but she was reading people very well. Yeah, yeah, Why yeah. Why Eugene was uncomfortable, and then Wooten was uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. She needs exactly to be, that. like, self-aware and not do it in that manner, but... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 
but it's not like a bad skill to have no certainly not and it it is very helpful to clue you into uh, you know maybe the mental space of where somebody else is at and asking somebody if that they look uncomfortable is like a nice and caring thing to do which she does with jacques Henri. it's just yeah. it turns into her throwing a temper tantrum right for sure so. and then that's that's the episode that's like there's the episode. there's nothing else here yeah um it was i don't know we we absolutely didn't need to cover this one but no but we did but we did. Was this one of the ones that we considered dropping? It, yeah, we did. Okay. <laughs> and then we didn't. And then we didn't. You know. But I wouldn't have heard Wooten's uh, lip trumpets if we had. Yeah, so. it's nice. It's nice to have something light, lighter in the mix, and mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Break it up. I'm, I'm not going to feel bad about having covered this. No, certainly not. And because there is, I think, from. From my perspective, looking at what has happened with Penny and Wooten as a result of this episode, I'm hoping that it informs future Penny Wooten arc stuff that hopefully we cover with Green Ring. Um, so, you know, there's probably something important there that we just don't know yet. I could be wrong, but I don't think Penny or Wooten are going to be in any of the other Green Ring episodes we cover. Gasp. Yep. My heart has sunk deeply, but not that deep. I, we've had a lot of Penny and Wooten. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if we ever want to do a Penny and Wooten arc, we've now kind of set it up here. Yeah. So maybe someday we'll. Maybe someday we'll cover all all the Penny and Wooten stuff. But yeah, um, Andrew, anything you feel like plugging this week? The spend some time outside soak up some vitamin d enjoy the summer um take care of yourself that's that's what i'm plugging hey self-care cool i'm gonna ditto that yeah um and then i also have a new review to read Ooh. this review comes from alexandra uh 531 um it just says awesome podcast as a teen who happens to still be into odyssey i have listened to numerous odyssey podcasts and this one is definitely one of the bests I love everything from their mature perspectives, unique input, humorous quips, and inside jokes. Their podcast is certainly worth listening to. Aw, thanks. Oh, thanks. That's a really nice compliment. They make my heart all warm and fuzzy inside. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah, Chalk Squad, you're the best. Thanks. I should post on Instagram more. I feel like that's how I pay you back for being nice. <laughs> there you go. Um, and we will be back next week to talk about episode 703, The Labyrinth, part one. Bye, guys. You're going to get lost in this labyrinth of lies. (laughs) Bye. Wadfam Chalkpod is a presentation of the Lidditz Podcast Co-op. Follow the podcast at Wadfam Chalkpod on Twitter and Instagram or email us at wadfamchalkpod at gmail.com. Childish Things was hosted by Dylan Weaver and Andrew Osebo, and edited by Dylan Weaver. And I'm Nathan Haverstick, hoping you'll join us again next time for more of the Wadfam Chalkpod. Pod.